0: nope, 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 not today, nope, stop this shit right now, stop it, stop this shit right now, not today, bitches, today, ah, shit, ah, today's a motherfucking celebration out this bitch, god damn it, let's go, drop that fucking horn, that's what I'm talking about, yo, but you know what, me get to start dancing up, this motherfucker, chill, ooh, Yo, ladies and gentlemen Welcome To the liberation Of the everything podcast If you didn't already know This is the everything podcast Episode 24 Freedom That's what I'm gonna call this shit Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen If you don't already know What happened this morning Phil Jackson essentially was fired from the New York Knicks. They did the whole, you know, parting ways with whatever shit that they do when they're trying to be nice about it. But Phil's gone. Phil is gone. I repeat, guys, Phil's gone. No more Phil, no more Triangle. Oh my God, I couldn't have woken up to better news today. Ya se acabo el Phil Jackson Que se va el carajo el tipo ese Fuck him Fuck him in the ear Fuck him in the other ear Alright Phil Jackson's gone And it's a motherfucking celebration It's a celebration Uh, Breaking news guys Breaking news This exciting story Ladies and gentlemen Phil Jackson has been Relieved of his duties As president of the New York Knicks Basketball operations Phil Dolan In a statement said Fuck that bitch ass nigga I don't want him On my squad anymore Let's get it moving End quote That's an official quote From James Dolan Ladies and gentlemen Phil's gone The Knicks are free From the hold of the triangle The Illuminati triangle Is gone Let us rejoice and celebrate the liberation of the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks fans. I don't want to leave you guys out. You guys have been held hostage just as much as the Knicks have been held hostage. All this suffering the past three years, compounded with the suffering from the last 12 years, can make a person sick. Physically ill. And now, that time is over. I see bright skies ahead. I see a bright future. kina Porzingis. It's a and the news just keeps coming. The news keeps coming. But, I'm not gonna get all crazy on you all right now. I'm gonna start the show normally. And get back to the Knicks a little later, but for right now, this is the Everything Podcast. Gentlemen. (laughs) Man, this is your boy Lou from the BX, aka Dominican Lou, aka Louis Balboa, aka your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, and welcome to the Everything Podcast, episode 24 Freedom. Uh, What can I say? I feel like I have had the weight of the world. Lifted off of my shoulders I don't know How else to express it Other than to say it's a celebration Today is a celebration Of my New York Nick fandom My unrelenting Disgustingly loyal Fandom As you heard earlier in the podcast Phil has been let go Uh as of right now, Steve Mills is running things, but I'm going to get into all that a little bit later. Right now, I've already introduced myself, I am scatterbrained right now, I will tell you right off the bat, all morning I've been getting hit in the face with news, shit is crazy right now, and the trading, the the fucking trading deadline hasn't even come up yet. We haven't even started the fucking NBA offseason yet. So this is, this is wild. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, f- apparently I, I just, <laughs> I woke up and the first thing I saw was messages on my phone talking about bye-bye Phil. Uh, I just, I, I thought I was dreaming, but in any event, like I said, I don't want to keep harping on this cause I'm going to talk about it all later. I'm going to read the statement. I'm going to tell you guys who I want, who I don't want uh, some rumors that are out right now, uh, but, just, just off the bat, this is the Everything Podcast, (laughs) okay, this is the Everything Podcast, episode 24, we're back, and, uh, I like to usually start the show off by shouting people out, I got a ton of people to say what's up to, the Geek Life Crisis Podcast, the Get It Off Your Chest Podcast, the Starting 5 Podcast, uh, we're all, Right now, doing things with each other and promos, and there's so much going on right now. I feel blessed to be able to work with these fine professionals, these content providers um, I just did a promo for Geek life Crisis. I'm working on another one for another podcast um things are moving in the upward direction as far as the networking is going and uh I couldn't be happier with the the connections being made and and uh and uh you know um if you guys get a chance if you haven't already definitely check out geek life crisis podcast definitely check out the starting 5 podcast most definitely check out the get it off your chest podcast I actually Make an appearance on that latest episode. I think it's episode 23 that they just put out actually this morning. Your boy Lou from the from the BX makes an appearance on that podcast. So if you want to check it out. I'm hot right now. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to all of you guys. I uh, appreciate all of you guys. We'll just continue the love fest on Instagram. We'll keep it going. And uh, shout out to everybody who's downloading, listening, streaming, clicking. And liking and doing all of the things. And poking me in my podcast stomach. I appreciate all of you. I'm going to just go ahead and apologize ahead of time. Because usually I like to prepare. I like to sit and write a bunch of things down. So that I can bounce the ideas off myself. Look at it real quick. Glance at it. And collect my thoughts. I don't have shit written down. I just... It's almost 1 o'clock and I need to get my podcast out because I have a lot to say. So this thing is just going to be the most unprofessional thing there's ever been. But, as you all know, this is the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. So this should be expected. Now, some things I want to go over today. Obviously, we're going to talk about Phil and the Knicks. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what happened at the BET Awards. I want to talk to you guys what happened at the pre show of the BET Awards with Joe Button and Migos. I want to discuss 444 with you today. And uh, a very huge trade just came out about maybe 40 minutes ago, came down the wire. I also want to get into that a little bit. But first, my friends. Let's get into some quickies, dog. Hey. Uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I do that, I end up segueing into something that's the complete opposite of that feeling. Uh, so last episode on the now infamous episode 23 of the Everything Podcast, I spoke to you guys about Philando Castile. Uh, so I'm seeing now today that Philando Castile's family reached a $3 million settlement in his death with the city of Minneapolis. Um, so the mother of Philando Castile, black motorist killed by a Minnesota police officer last July, reached a nearly $3 million settlement with the city that employed the officer avoiding a wrongful death lawsuit that would have taken several years to resolve. Um, the settlement to be paid to Valerie Castile, who is the trustee of the family was announced, uh, on Monday and it's two weeks after the, uh, Acquittal of Geronimo Yanes, the officer who was charged in connection with the death of Philando Castile. Um, You know, money, money can't buy happiness, but at least, and, and, and you know, it's not going to bring him back. It's not going to, it's not going to, you know, solve the issue at hand that officers need more training. And that people need to be more aware. It's it's not going to take care of any of that. But at least the family can, you know, in some way try to salvage the situation. They can have a proper funeral for Philando and put him to rest and put this whole situation to rest. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's one of the... Uh, Largest uh, settlements that the city's had. It's apparently going to be paid by the League of Minnesota Cities Insurance Trust, who holds the insurance policy for that city. Um, They made the decision to expedite this um, rather than draw the case out in federal court. And it's just a process that would exacerbate and reopen wounds. And um, it just lets everybody move forward. And, and, And again, you know, a joint statement from. The attorney and the city of St. Anthony said, you know, no amount of money could ever replace Philando with the resolution of the claims the family will continue to deal with their loss through the important work of the Philando Castillo Relief Foundation. Now, that's great and all, but as I said in my last podcast, this man was murdered. He was murdered. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was killed by that cop for whatever reason. That officer decided to fire five shots into that car. For him to get off is just. It's not right. But you know. It's not my place to. to Condemn or or try to pass judgment. I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what happened. I I just. Just the video is heartbreaking to watch. And again I just i'm just going over this because this is what i you know it's the first thing i saw and i i talked about it in last week's episode it's a horrible situation but at least you know the family can get some kind of resolution out of this and uh you know i don't know i don't even know what else to say about it it's just terrible um it really is i just i just hope we can all just kind of move forward and learn from this situation it's it's terrible that you got to try to learn from the death of a man but i guess life is a learning process uh investigators are looking into a situation here a man apparently claimed that he was missing his son after a disney world trip it turns out uh He's now a suspect in that case. This man supposedly has been looking for his son for two months. His five-year-old son, after a a Disneyland outing, he said he lost his son, couldn't find him. Uh, He was estranged from his wife. They had a bitter separation. I guess he was taking his kid to Disneyland. And now the California authorities believe that he was murdered by his father. Homicide detectives from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department apprehended 35-year-old Amazad Andresen Sr. on Friday, according to a statement obtained by People. His son, or his son's body, has yet to be found. Um, this guy's being held on $10 million bail. He's got extradited to California to face a murder count. Just fucking hang this guy. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why... I just, you know, sometimes things like this. <laughs> I know that we have laws in this country, and I know that we're supposed to do things a certain way, you know. I just, I'm, 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 just hang this motherfucker. Hang him, burn him alive, flay him alive until he dies. Does that sound barbaric? Is that some shit that they do, you know, in other countries? Things that we don't condone. Yes, that it is. But you know what? This guy does not deserve to be alive. He took the life of a five-year-old boy because he was mad at his wife. Fucking end this guy. End him. Finish him. Just end it. He doesn't need to exist. Why are we going to have put this guy in jail and pay our tax money to, to support and feed this guy and just... Just fucking finish him, bro. Just take him out. We don't need people like this in this fucking world. That's it. Just that's it. Walmart's facing a lawsuit over an Illinois Uber slang. If you guys remember, uh, I didn't talk about it on my show, but last a couple of weeks ago, we had a 16 year old girl called an Uber outside of a Walmart in Skokie, in Illinois, uh, and. When she got into the car, she just started fucking stabbing the Uber driver and she killed him. She murdered his ass. Uh, the family's now suing Walmart. Why they're suing Walmart, I really don't know. Um, Because uh, unless maybe they're saying she bought the knife from Walmart or something. But, uh, you know. It was very obvious that this young girl with the machete in one hand and a knife in the other hand with no receipt was not going to do anything good. He said the tragedy could have been avoided if Walmart and its agents had simply followed their own procedures and said "Was well, nothing was not stopped nor questioned or asked to show a receipt at the door's exit. So, okay, so she walked into the Walmart and shoplift, shoplifted a machete and a knife. And... Decided to get out, call an Uber, and fucking murder somebody. There's no motive. There's no reason why she didn't leave any kind of note. I mean, she's not dead. She's in custody. Nobody knows why she did this shit. They're holding her without bail. Nobody knows why. Uh, I know why. Because this bitch is crazy. Uh, This is a 16-year-old girl. Obviously, she has her whole life ahead of her. But, if she took it upon herself to murder this man, it was premeditated murder. Lock her up. Lock her up. They're going to try to get this girl therapy and all kind of other shit. This girl's a lost cause. If she just straight up murdered somebody like that, there's no hope for this bitch. And, and, you know, I, I just, that's my thought. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. But I just can't, I can't. I can't with these psychos. These people are nuts. There's another Uber story. Uber driver allegedly sexually assaults sleeping drunk passenger. That's fucking great. Yo, Uber? I've never taken an Uber. I know people who use it. Yo, Uber's not getting good press right now, bro. Uber, uh, police have arrested an Uber driver say sexually assaulted a female passenger after she fell asleep during a ride in Los Angeles. Uh, at her expense, 46 years old, picked the victim up in downtown. He says the woman was intoxicated. She fell asleep on the ride. Instead of taking her to a destination, he took her to a hotel, rented a room, carried her ass into the room, and sexually assaulted her. The woman called the police when she woke up. He had five prior felony convictions in California for narcotic-related crimes. Oh, man. Uh... Yo, it's just not looking good for, for Uber right now. That's not good. That is not a good situation. I feel very sorry for that young lady who was just trying to get home safely after having a good time. All this shit's going to lead to is just like people, more people driving drunk because they're not going to want to take Ubers. This guy, lock him up. Throw away the key. Lock his ass up. Body found inside Walmart bathroom in sand springs oklahoma walmart and uber today are not getting good press police confirmed that the body of a woman was found monday inside a family bathroom at the walmart in sand springs oklahoma uh police are not sure how long this woman was in the bathroom and it says their preliminary investigation shows nothing suspicious no signs of foul play connected to the woman's death. Police confirmed that the woman police confirmed that the body of a woman was found Monday inside a family bathroom at Walmart. At this time, police are not sure how long Why am I repeating the same thing? I don't know. I'm just reading cuz I'm just dumb. Employees assumed that the family bathroom was out of order because it was locked. Employees placed an out of order sign on the door that remained there through the weekend. Yo, they didn't even go inside and check that shit to clean it motherfuckers just let that shit just put a sign on the door because the door was locked and they just left that lady in there so that kind of might be uh might be a little suicide-ish i don't know I, i don't have all the facts i'm just reading some quickies dog oh look another uber story uber driver confesses to slitting cousin's throat a Queen's Uber driver slit his cousins throat early Monday during an argument in the bedroom they shared. I'm guilty. I'm the one who killed him. Lubdeep Singh confessed according to the cops. He plunged a knife into the neck of his cousin, Sharnjit Singh, after the two became embroiled in an argument in the bedroom they shared in his Ozone Park apartment. Why he needs to be identified as an Uber driver, I don't know. But cuz that shit has nothing to do with the fact that he killed his cousin. But ladies and gentlemen, there's some sick motherfuckers out there. Motherfuckers out there having wild thoughts. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking about, but they out there having wild thoughts. And uh I'm not taking a fucking Uber or going to Walmart anytime soon. Fuck all that shit. I ain't trying to hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, we had the BET Awards a few days ago. I believe it was about on, what the hell is today? Today's Wednesday. I believe it was, was it Sunday night? I don't even know. I have no idea because my brain is still fried. That fuckery of a TV awards show, uh, I can't condone it. I didn't even know it was on. Until my wife said, hey, the BET Awards tonight, you want to watch that? I said, sure, it'll be good for the podcast. There was nothing good about that goddamn show. Uh, No Prodigy tribute. They just brought havoc out there with Little Kim. They talked about Prodigy. As far as I know, I didn't see any kind of tribute. They had performances. The only really good thing on there was Bruno Mars. He started the show. He killed it as usual. That young man is very talented. Although I would say that if there was no Morris Day... There would be no Bruno Mars. But that's just my opinion. Nothing against Bruno and his style and his thing. But if that don't look like Morris Day to you. And you know who Morris Day is then. You be in denial son. Uh, The big story. At least for me. Coming out of the BET Awards. Number one. They're both related to the same thing. First of all. Migos. Beating Tribe Called Quest in the best group, the best hip hop group category, fuck out of here. Okay, I don't know what that's about. I guess because Tribe Call Quest is quote unquote considered that album dropped last year. You could say because it's it already feels like it's two three years old. The way thing is, the way things are here, how will you get information? Uh, Migos beating Tribe Called Quest at anything is laughable. It's a fucking joke. So. I don't know if you want to call that hot take. It could be sound <laughs> hot take. That's a hot take. You could call it a hot take if you want to. Um, to be honest with you, up until up until four or five days ago, I didn't even know Migos was a group. I thought Migos was a dude. I thought it was just some dude calling himself Migos and rapping or mumbling or whatever it is that he does. I didn't even know it was a group. That ignorant ignorant of me? Probably. But uh I had no idea that those dudes were even a group. So during the pre show of the BET Awards, we had uh Complex.com, had academics Joe Budden and a young lady who forgive me if I can't remember her name. Uh they were doing pre show interviews with uh the red carpet type thing. Um and uh they were interviewing Migos. The Three Amigos. <laughs> uh, they were being interviewed. And Academics was asking one of the dude's Amigos why he was left off of the song Bad and Bougie. Which I guess is their hit song. Uh, and they were kind of going back and forth, doing a little thing. Academics seemed to... I don't know if he was doing it purposely or he just really couldn't understand what this dude was saying. The dude would reply and academics was like huh what what'd you say uh it was it's a little comical if you haven't seen the video i posted it on the instagram page the everything podcast instagram page you follow us on there you will see the video yourself and joe budden just looked completely disinterested in every single question and word that was coming out of academics mouth he was looking up at the sky he was fidgeting and at one point he just picks his mic up and says to academics We got to move on. So there were three guys from Migos being interviewed. Because I guess there's three of them. The one in the middle, I guess maybe might be the leader. I don't know. He goes, well, move on then. And then Joe puts his mic down. He puts his head down. And Academic says, well, I wish we could keep doing this interview with you guys. I'm a big fan of your music. At which point Joe Budden stands up. With a disgusted look on his face. Drops his mic on the floor. In front of Migos. And walks off. Throwing his hands up in the air. Like what the fuck are we doing? To which Migo took offense. And rightly so. The three of them stood up. Looking like the the revolution in the Chappelle Show skit. And they had a little fracas. Security came out. And they cut the video. So. Uh, one thing, Joe Budden, if you are not familiar with Joe Budden, bipolar as Joe Budden, this is not unusual for Joe. Joe is, as much as a talented rapper as he is, he's a complete flake. This guy will go off at the drop of a pin on anybody, and his opinion is the opinion, if you try to argue it, he will shut you down, it's my way or the highway with Joe Budden, and you know, if you don't know of him, he's going to come across as a douchebag, maybe he is a douchebag, could be, I don't know his personal life, I don't care to know his personal life, I listen to his podcast occasionally, occasionally I have to take breaks from it, because he's Personality is very—it's—it's it's a strong personality. So I—I I don't think I can do it every week. I have to take breaks, and then I'll come back and catch up on episodes. So this is not unusual for Joe. And again, I didn't know Migos was a group until like three days ago. So I know nothing about those people. I don't know if they're nice guys. I don't know if they're dicks. I don't know what it is. I just know they were wearing some wild clothing. They they looked weird And they were trying to step up And look hard With frilly sleeves on And colorful ass Little flower shirts And that shit was hilarious uh, So I haven't seen What has become of that I'll probably take a look at that later But that's it for the Quiggies No more Quiggies I'm done with that I'm off for that Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break, try to collect my thoughts and be a little bit more professional about all this. This is the Everything Podcast, my friends. podcast ladies and gentlemen so if you're not aware jay-z's got a new album coming out <laughs> uh, apparently it's titled 444 like 444 a.m. or p.m because it has the uh, semicolon in there between the four and the 44 uh, he put out a he put out a commercial well he didn't put it out his company put it out starring Lupita if you don't know who Lupita is you better check yourself. Um, and it's a weird ass promo Just like the other weird ass promos That he put out with uh, Marshall Ali And Danny Glover uh, Marshall Ali like boxing and shit hold, Punching a punching bag And Danny Glover's holding the punching bag like his trainer um, In this video You just see Lupita's face Staring into the camera And she just is Crying and shit And like having a fit It's weird It's a little disturbing and it kinda excited me a little bit. I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's very strange. You guys might want to check that out. Maybe I'll uh maybe I'll post those clips on the uh, on social media so you can check it out. You don't have to do the work, I'll do it for you. But it's kind of a teaser, and then uh apparently his album's coming out on the 30th through title. So unless I want to wait. For the reactions, I'm probably going to sign up for Title. I don't want to, but they're giving out a free trial if you have a Sprint. Um, if you have a Sprint account, which I do have Sprint, so maybe I'll just check it out. And because uh, I gotta hear this album, I'm gonna put on my nice studio headphones. I'm gonna lay in bed. I am going to have me a nice adult beverage. And sample the shit out of that album. And then I will follow up with you guys on my thoughts. But for now, we're going to go back to the Knicks. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've heard. We've got breaking news. Phil Jackson. We interrupt what you're watching right now to bring you this exciting story. Phil Jackson has been released. <laughs> Phil Jackson has been sent away from the New York Knicks franchise. Phil Jackson is no longer associated with the Knicks. And I could not be happier. So... All that being said, I would like to read you guys the statement that was released by Phil Jackson and the Knicks. <clears throat> As written by Ramona Shelbourne on ESPN. The New York Knicks and team president Phil Jackson announced Wednesday morning that they mutually agreed to part ways. After careful thought and consideration... We mutually agreed that the Knicks will be going in a different direction, Knicks owner James Dolan said via statement. Phil Jackson is one of the most celebrated and successful individuals in the history of the NBA. His legacy in the game of basketball is unmatched, and we wish him the best and thank him for his service to the Knicks as both a player and an executive. Conversations about what was best for the team's future between Jackson and Dolan accelerated this week when the franchise decided it would not buy out embattled forward Carmelo Anthony. Phil Jackson had made it well known that he felt it was best for Anthony and the organization of Parkways both publicly and privately, but Anthony refused to waive his no trade clause, which Phil gave him. Okay? And the Knicks were determined not to accommodate any request for a buyout. Anthony has two years left at $54 million fucking dollars. With no end in stalemate in sight and free agency beginning Saturday, Jackson's discussions with Dolan accelerated late Tuesday night and the decision was made to part ways. Some close to Dolan had been pushing for him to consider firing Jackson for much of the season. New York Knicks will always hold a special place in my heart, Jackson said in a statement. This team and this town launched my NBA career. I will forever be indebted to them. I am grateful to Mr. Dolan for giving me the opportunity to return here. I had hoped, of course, to bring another NBA championship to the Garden. As someone who treasures winning, I am deeply disappointed that we were not able to do that. New York fans deserve nothing less. I wish them and the Knicks organization all of the best today and always. As I roll in my millions and millions of dollars, you cocksuckers. It had become clear, sources said, that Jackson had no plans to remain beyond the two years left of his five-year contract he initially signed in 2014 that paid him $12 million a year. Okay, so, do I continue to read this bullshit or not? I don't think that I should. So it looks like Steve Mills is going to stay in his current role, and he's going to lead the team during the free agency. And if I can get his name here, um, Steve Mills is going to run the day-to-day, and they are going to bring in Tim Lewicki, I hope I said that right, who brings tremendous expertise and experience in the sports franchise management from both Toronto and Los Angeles as a partner. He is a partner in the Oak View Group, and he will advise and work with Steve on an interim basis to help develop a go-forward plan. So they're not technically hiring this guy to do Phil's job, but they're bringing him in as as an advisor. And I just want to say this. If the Knicks do not bring in Mark Jackson into this fucking franchise, they are really fucking up. Dolan better be on the phone right now with Mark Jackson. He better be calling him right now, texting him fucking heart emojis and fucking smiley face heart emojis and all that shit. Flowers and the little (laughs) firework emojis. He better be sending him all that shit and letting him know that he can come here. He's going to have the same blanket authority that Phil had. Just build up this team. Do what you did in Golden State, but do it over here. Here's my checkbook. This check is signed. It does not have a dollar amount written on there. You do the rest. If Dolan does that, then that fat, gray-haired, balding, pot-bellied, hobbit-looking son of a bitch will have my respect. If he does not bring in Mark Jackson or maybe a Joe Dumars or even a Jeff Van Gundy then he's fucking up cuz there's no way you're going to bring in another 60-year-old dude in here to 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 try to take over all the shit that Phil did I need I need if I don't get Mark Jackson or Joe Dumars I need a young dude to come up in here with a fucking, you know, basketball heart on, who wants to change things? Who's got wild out idea, wild ideas? I want some dude with some wild thoughts to come up in here and make changes, good changes. Youth movement, defense. Let's get it cracking. This New York, yo. Let's get it cracking. Can we play? Bring back that defense. Bring back the heart the fire can we bring all that back that's all I'm asking for am I being unrealistic and asking for championship after championship no I just don't want to suck anymore that's it can we just have a team that doesn't suck anymore how hard is that to ask for I don't think it's asking for much apparently it is Apparently we have we have to be this team that's just a laughing stock. The NBA draft, we were like a fucking joke. When it came time for the Knicks to make their pick, those dudes who were sitting there at the podium, all they were doing was cracking jokes on the Knicks. And by the way, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told you, all I told you, I told y'all, I told y'all we were getting the Tilekina. I told you, and uh, so we drafted the Tilikina. We drafted two other young players who are pretty good prospects. I haven't looked up too much on them because I just haven't had the time to research it all. But I told you, man. I told you, man! I told you! I told ya. Frank Natilla defensive-minded point guard. Should we have fired Phil maybe before the draft? Yeah, that probably would have been a fucking good idea. Because we could have ended up with Monk, who a lot of people were high on. Uh, This guy, Dennis Smith, who... I really think, to be quite honest with you, we are really gonna regret not drafting that guy. I'm I'm not as low on Natilekina as a lot of people are. A lot of people are shitting on him just like they shit on Porzingis. When we drafted Porzingis, everybody was shitting all over Porzingis, and then and now he's the fucking unicorn. Am I saying Natilekina is gonna be the same way? I don't know, because I don't know much about that dude's game. But from what I saw, I'm pretty happy with. Defensive-minded point guard. He's going to distribute. That's what we need. Porzingis is the focus of this team. Porzingis is going to be the main scorer. If Melo's still here, you know, hopefully he's not. You know, Porzingis is going to be the focus of this team. So this guy needs to dish it to Porzingis and let him do his thing. So we need a distributor and a defender. We don't need another point guard who scores. Does that mean we should have passed up on some of these other guys? I don't know. I'm not the expert, but... Phil went with Porzingis. It wasn't his first choice, but he did pick him. And look at him now. So I'm gonna at least give Phil the benefit of the doubt on that pick. And with that being said, we had a major trade happen about an hour ago. Chris Paul is going to the Houston Rockets for three now later. A bag of Funyuns and an Ice Blue Tropical Fantasy. So it looks like he re-signed with the Clippers. And they're doing a sign-in trade. So he re-signed and now they're going to send him over to Houston. For those three now or later, bag of Funyuns and the Ice Blue Tropical Fantasy. What's important about that. Is that it's always been rumored that LeBron and CP3 and Melo are going to one day play together. They're going to make their little dream team and lay up their way into their dreams and hug each other and all that good shit. There are strong rumors out there. And by strong rumors, I mean a lot of Twitter talk. But still, there are some strong rumors out there. That Melo may go to Houston. Now, the Antonis in Houston. Do you think that's going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen. Because that didn't work out so well when they were over here. But, people change. Things change. You never know. But if we could somehow trade Melo to Houston. That would be freaking phenomenal because as much as i enjoyed Mello's highlights he does not fit into what we're doing right now so he's gotta go and if he's gotta go at least get something for him that leads into why i believe phil was let go because phil was finna wave Mello after giving him a no trade clause after shitting on him for the past year and a half on twitter in the press Saying to the press, I believe Melo would be better off playing somewhere else. Straight up dissing Melo. You're going to fucking wave him? So he's going to get paid. He's going to get let go. And be able to sign with whoever he wants. And we get Jack Diddley fucking squat. No, man. No. That's what Dolan came in. Like fucking Zeus with the lightning bolt. And he dropped the fucking hammer on Phil this morning. And that was it. Phil's gone. Now we have to pick up the pieces. Do we still suck? Of course. Are we still a horrible franchise? Yes, we are. Possibly the worst run franchise in the NBA or in all of sports. I would even go that far. Can you think of a worse run team than the Knicks? I'll wait. Can you tell me one? I don't think you can. That's how bad the Knicks are. So, you know. It's not like everything is sunshine and fucking rainbows right now. But, a lo Phil's gone. No more triangle. No more isosceles. No more fucking Illuminati triangle. That shit is gone. Now, Hornacek, even if we have the same team from last year, if Hornacek is allowed to coach that team the way he wants, I guarantee you, that team can win probably forty-five games, at least, if they play right and they play hard. Cause we started the year, don't forget, fourteen and ten, and then it all went to the shitter. Cause Phil decided to come into the practices, start showing people the triangle, stepping all over Hornacek's fucking fingers and shit, and it just it you know it it was no good. It was just wasn't it just wasn't good, Phil. If I could say one thing to you. Is just take your weird clothes and your yoga mat and your fucking Zen Master ways and get the fuck out of New York. Those are my final words for Phil. I don't want to ever have to hear that name again. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this ends and brings to a close. The Freedom Celebration episode of the Everything Podcast. I would like to thank you all for listening and tuning in and logging on. I hope that this was not too scatterbrained for you. I'm still wired. I'm shaking right now. I'm literally shaking from everything that happened today. And now I am going to scour the internet put on all the radio shows that I can listen to because I know shit's popping right now and I need to get all the proper information. And when I get it, if you don't hear it, you will get it from me. So ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Lou from the BX. I love and appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Everything Podcast. Please, if you can, rate us on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, all you iOS users. Like and subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) <laughs> so scatterbrained uh, I'm trying to get the, my, my my mind right And I thought it was going to happen When I took my break And it just didn't happen It didn't happen But anyway guys Follow us on social media The Everything Podcast You can follow me on Twitter At The E Podcast Show Or Lou from the BX At Twitter The Everything Podcast page On Instagram Facebook All that Download us on all your favorite Streaming devices And once again, thank you very much. Peace and love. One.